Today is Tuesday, August 25th, and we are going to look at the passage from John that is talking about the Eucharist, communion, the Lord's Supper, John 6, 60-71. I'm going to read to you from Eugene Peterson's The Message. Many among his disciples heard this and said, This is tough teaching, too tough to swallow. Jesus sensed that his disciples were having a hard time with this and said, Does this throw you completely? What would happen if you saw the Son of Man ascending to where he came from? The Spirit can make life. Sheer muscle and willpower don't make anything happen. Every word I've spoken to you is a spirit word, and so it is life-making. But some of you are resisting, refusing to have any part in this. Jesus knew from the start that some weren't going to risk themselves with him. He knew also who would betray him. He went on to say, This is why I told you earlier that no one is capable of coming to me on his own. You get to me only as a gift from the Father. After this, a lot of his disciples left. They no longer wanted to be associated with him. Then Jesus gave the twelve their chance. Do you also want to leave? Peter replied, Master, to whom would we go? You have the words of real life, eternal life. We've already committed ourselves, confident that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus responded, Haven't I handpicked you, the twelve? Still, one of you is a devil. He was referring to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. This man, one from the twelve, was even then getting ready to betray him. This teaching is hard, is what is said. It is hard for these Jewish learners to accept the idea of eating flesh and drinking blood. Jews were forbidden to even taste blood. So now there's a division among Jesus' followers, and the majority refuse to go with him any longer. The gospel is about the word becoming flesh, not an idea, a feeling, or an ethereal spiritual experience. Jesus asks a hard question, does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? Jesus is a citizen of heaven and of earth. Jesus is the word made flesh. Jesus' body, not just his spiritual life, is the place where the word takes up permanent residence. This isn't just about eating and drinking. We are meant to listen to the word within the flesh, as N.T. Wright puts it. For this, we need the Holy Spirit's help. The message says, every word I've spoken is a spirit word, and so it is life-invoking. Many disciples leave, and so Jesus asks the twelve, Do you also want to leave? To which Peter responds, Master, to whom would we go? You have the words of life, eternal life. We've already come to believe that you are the Holy One of God. And Jesus then says that he chose the twelve, and yet one of you is a devil. Jesus is speaking of Judas, who will betray him. Judas Iscariot never made Peter's confession of faith. Though he is one of the twelve, it is never said of him that he believed. 
The teaching is difficult. How does it affect your participation? Do you answer like Peter and says to whom and ask to whom would we go? You have the words of life, eternal life. We've already come to believe that you are the Holy One of God. How does Peter's response change our attitudes about the struggles? To whom would we go if not to Jesus? Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the Holy One of God, that you are the Word made flesh. I thank you that you are a citizen of heaven and of earth, that you were willing to become incarnated forever, that we might know you, that we might have access to you and to relationship with you and might be saved. Thank you. Give us time throughout this day to ponder these questions. To whom would we go? Do we want to leave also? May we never want to leave you where there is life, where the Spirit is, where we can be changed. In Jesus' name, amen.